Welcome in, everybody. Episode three of the How You Say podcast. I'm Boyd. I'm AJ. Let's get to it. We had a, a very exciting week two this week. Uh, we had some people falling back to earth in Badger and Barrett. And then uh, we had a new favorite arise. For the first time, I believe, in his fantasy career, he might actually be the favorite, Corey Duncan. Yeah, I don't know whether he'll be able to handle the pressure. He's always been like that little scrappy kid mm-hmm. that like no one really pays attention to, going like, I'm good, guys. I'm good. I'm actually good at this thing. I like sports. Yeah. But- and then he, he's like Steve Rogers. He took steroids in the offseason. Now he's like an actual superhero. And, uh, but maybe that's where the Steve Rogers parallels end. But we'll so see. Are you claiming that all his team took steroids and that's why they're so good? I mean, his defense got 42 points. I feel like there's something, there's some shenanigans going on there. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't go that far to say, like, Corey's a superhero or anything like that. I think he had a good week. Let's see if it continues. Here's what we do. Uh, we build him up until his head is so big that uh, he starts making mistakes because he's too confident in, in running away with this thing. We tried that with Christina last year, and I believe it worked. We kept pumping her as the favorite, <laughs> pumping her as the favorite, and then failed miserably in round two of the playoffs. So let's see if we can work our host magic again on Corey mm-hmm. this year. You're welcome, Corey. Uh, one of my other favorite storylines is now uh, the what is being called the evens division right now is now pretty much the mediocres. Every single team one and one. Is, is anybody think, in your division gonna? No, that's why we called the evens. Oh, okay. everyone is even. <laughs> Dead like, even. And it's gonna come down to points scored. Like, yeah, everyone's six and six, or well, six six and one. Six six and one. Perfect. Yeah. I I love ties. All right, well, should we get into the matchups a little bit? Uh, sure. All right, well, we'll start with... Uh, let's start with the big one, uh, our marquee matchup from last week, Corey and Baker. Uh, Corey put up a 220. Uh, I went back and looked. This is the largest score in the history of the league by 44 points. Mm-hmm. So he's pretty much guaranteed the... Highest point score for the week. For the week, yep. A nice uh, 69.99. Mm-hmm. A huge lead in points scored for the season now. Yeah. I know we're only two weeks in, but if he starts putting up 220s with regularity, he's going to be a hard guy to catch. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Like I think Lamar Jackson's going to fall back down to earth once he starts playing real teams. Yeah. Same with like New England, but New uh-huh. England isn't playing real teams for a while. Uh so Dalvin Cook is inevitably going to get hurt. So the story of the season has not been written yet, but uh, Corey with a performance like we have not seen uh, ever. How much of that do you think was due to the new scoring changes, i.e. the half-point PPR? Probably completely, right? Like my 176 that I put up last year is basically the same score. If I had had half-point PPR, I also would have put up a 220. Uh-huh. <laughs> Moving on to, let's go to Christina and Boyd. Yeah. Uh, how'd you feel about this going in? Like, I was feeling pretty good. She lost Geis and Henry after week one and started uh, your boy, Raheem Colonel Mustard and Jimmy through. Graham. 
Came uh, through again. Colonel Mustard came through with a 22. I was uh, a little dismayed. Uh, I kind of held the lead most of the day and then uh, kind of poured it on late. I ended up clinching it before Monday night. I got um, 17 out of Nick Chubb just to, you know, pad my yearly point total stats. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was feeling good coming in and uh, nothing really happened that changed my mind. Uh, I think, I can't remember who picked who, but yeah. Well, I picked myself. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. You probably picked against me. No, I think I picked for you, I don't think. We'll go back and check. Okay. Uh, all right, so moving on, we had Eric and Danny. And this one, I believe, went the way we thought. Eric with a 22-point victory. Danny now sent an 0-2. Yeah. After nearly taking on the championship last year, I wonder how he's feeling about his season so far. Well, if he, so it's worse and worse for Danny because like Deshaun Jackson, injured, mm-hmm. Devin Singletary injured, mm-hmm. so he basically has now John Brown, and no OBJ. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, I wonder if Danny will trade away Mahomes. To get some pieces. It will probably get to that point. Because he's got nothing else to trade. Well, he's got Kittle. Yeah. He's got Kittle, but who needs a tight end that is willing to trade? Well, we'll find out. He also loves Kittle for his keep value and uh, 49er status. So that's going to be a hard piece to pry away, I believe. Yeah. The negative 10 from the Bengals didn't help. And... That's interesting. As a 49ers fan, he picked the defense that's going against his team. Like, his fan team. Hmm. So, but, like, even with that as, like, a five-point. So not a true believer, you would say. Yeah. Would you say that in Shanahan he does not trust? Maybe. That's why he's changed his name. Uh-huh. All right. So, uh, moving on. Our next matchup. Let's go with... AJ versus Barrett, I believe I waffled uh, a little bit on my pick here and ended up picking the wrong person. Yeah, uh, You took her down with a strong yeah. performance, my friend. Yeah, it was like, again, disappointed in Devontae, but I thought he was my buddy, my pal. Mm-hmm. Not your buddy. Hasn't put, put it He's together. not anybody's buddy. And disappointed in the Cowboys defense, but I think they'll come through this week. If you'd only got a 42 out of Cowboys defense, you might have had a shot at that high point. Yes. Exactly. Uh, overall, I'm happy with the team as it is right now. Was there uh, any smack talk going back and forth with you and Barrett on Sunday? I don't know. Like maybe you can see some changes that to her happening. team name. Have you seen that she has changed her team name? No, I have not. <laughs> what is said team name? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure we're allowed to say this on the air. <laughs> Uh, Dak cooked my white rapes burger. Yeah, I think it's valid. Like, that's a valid comment where Dak basically (laughs) beat most of the people on her team. That's all that team name means. I suppose so. We should get her on the podcast and ask her about that one. We should. But I think it may change back come Monday night. (laughs) Was this a little bet you guys had between the two of you? A loser would have to change their team name? Not going to say. Oh, okay. You know, our listeners want that juice. Yeah, I know. Just right. to hold tight. All right. 
Uh, moving on, uh, we'll look at Laura and Holtzclaw. Laura gets in the win column. Holtzclaw gets in the loss column. Uh, had a 20-point victory for Laura. Uh, she had a big performance out of Julio Jones Sunday Night Football to ice that thing up. Um, now both of them are sitting uh, right at that one-on-one mediocreness in the mediocreness. Evenness. Laura <laughs> uh, has some issues with Cam Newton being out. Mm-hmm. So who knows how that's gonna play out? Running backs look a little shaky, yeah. But the receivers are good, so maybe for a team that is a little. What uh, do you mean receivers are good? Receiver hungry, yeah. but she's got Julio and Keenan Allen. Those are pretty good receivers. I I was looking at her second receiver, who is Allen Robinson, and uh-huh. that scored a paltry six points. So well, I mean, and he, like, he plays on the Bears. What do you expect? All right, uh, I believe that brings us to our last matchup, which is uh, my Colt favorite, Badger, going up against Andrew Lee. I didn't think Badger may have lost her Colt favorite status. Uh, mm-hmm. She put up a 46 low point for the year. Yeah. Uh, Andrew made quick work of her. Uh, even though he only scored 93 points, uh, he would have been aligned for the lowest winning score had that been the weekly prize this week. Yeah. Uh, should have saved their performance for last week, Andrew. Uh- yeah, Andrew may have some difficulty. Like, does he want to start a tight end that will score some points? Like, Howard has scored a total of 2.2 points over two weeks. That's not good. Yeah. Not good for your third round pick. Do you think he's regretting that one yet? Maybe. Mm. He should have picked uh, Mark Andrews this year's George Kittle. He probably should have. Or uh, this year's... Tyler Eifert, maybe. Darren Waller. <laughs> Either one of those guys. Yeah. You are tight end rich over there, my friend. I am. I am happy to be there. It'll, like, I want to know when will you acknowledge that I've made a correct assessment in Mark Andrews? Mm, I think it's going to have to be week 16 <laughs> when he has, in fact, become George Kittle. But not until that point. Yeah. Anybody can have a hot two weeks. <laughs> okay. TJ Hawkinson had a hot one week. Yes. Not so much second week, but uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. Not only did Corey dominate his matchup, he also dominated the weekly prize, which was uh, Ball Hog, so highest single player score, which we're being a bit lenient here and giving it to a defense. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it a highest single player? Uh, but rules are rules, and we will give it to you, Corey, just this once. Dubious. He he also had the third highest and fourth highest player. Yeah, he, as we said, dominated. Uh, only Pat Mahomes snuck in there. Otherwise, he would have had uh, top three point scores from last week. Yeah. So, nice job, Corey. Golf clap. Yes. All right, let's move on to the hot waiver action from last week. Uh, a lot of moves, a lot of bids, a lot of failed bids. Uh, what was the most interesting storyline from the waivers last week for you? Uh, TJ Hawkinson definitely thought he was going to be a hot commodity. Uh-huh. And it turned out he was. Yeah. Uh, we had six bids on Hawkinson last week. Yeah. And he only went for $10. I was the winning bidder. I did not think that I would get him for 10. I just figured that's how I value him. Uh, Barrett also went $10. Couldn't get him. Uh, I'm sure the tiebreaker was because I'm 
a better fantasy player, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure how ESPN decides. Normally, that. it's like who sucks more. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm a champion, so. <laughs> uh, the other Bellet got squeezed out twice <laughs> last week. Or yeah. With well, Barrett only went two for five on her waiver claims, which is not yeah. a high percentage. Lost out on Dak Prescott, right? Yep, uh, I beat her by one dollar. I was surprised I got him for seven. Mm-hmm. I was upping the bid all through, and I was like, "Yep, yeah, seven sounds like a good number." What time was your last edit Tuesday night? So like eleven fifty nine. You were <laughs> rethinking it, and just at the last minute. No, it was more like eight or nine, but oh, yes. Okay. There was some last-minute edits. Um, Laheem Mustard was the highest waiver uh, pick. He was, yeah. Colonel Mustard went for a hot $17. Yeah. Uh, but, and he was highly bid upon. Uh, it was very, very interesting that uh, Christina beat Corley by exactly a dollar. Like It's the mm-hmm. perfect bid, you could say. Yeah. Uh, when you want a player and you beat another team by just that, Amount needed. Of of note, uh, reported Niners fan. I don't know if he's a real Niners fan since he's starting opposing team defenses. But uh, Danny also got in the action, yeah. uh, and the only people to bid on Colonel Mustard were supposed Niner fans. And Eric. Eric bid on him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Eric kind of likes the Niners too. Uh, I will say, like, nice action by Corey picking up Patriots D for two dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Worked out for him. Uh, Danny also bid $2, but got was unsuccessful due to order. On so, the Patriots defense? Yeah. Yeah, well, should have gone three. All right, let's dive in to the week three matchups. Up first, we've got Badger and Holtzclaw. Okay. In the evens division, both one-on-one, like everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh... What do you think? Well, not only did Badger kind of fall back to earth last week, but uh, her team in general just kind of took a nosedive. Now, all of a sudden, Njoku's out, Breeze is out, McCoy may not play. I mean, there's holes all over this roster now, uh, which is kind of unfortunate. Her receivers are still good, and she's got McCaffrey, so you can't ever count her out. But, uh, you know, Holt's calling on the other side. He's got Damian Williams rocking a questionable right now, which I think is more on the outside yep. than questionable. So I don't know. This may be a battle for, uh, you know, low point for the week. I, I tend to agree. Because, um, let's see, like, he's got Philip Lindsay who could start. And then Jalen Lashad, Maybe. He's, like, I don't know... Oh, and Peyton Barber is his flex. So he he has to do some waiver claims this week, it looks like. And our waiver wire isn't that deep. We've scraped the bottom it sure isn't. pretty well. Mostly one or two weeks before they actually bleak out. So don't know who he's going to start. In either flex or as his second running back. Yeah, I think looking at this, we've got kind of a more solid, even roster from Holtzclaw and the big stars and gaps on Badger's roster. Yep. Uh, that being said, give me Badger for another week. 
Why not? Yeah, I will go with Badger as well. Cause she's got to get a quarterback, and, and we'll see what's available. There's plenty of quarterbacks available in our league. Uh, but yeah, I think I'll go with Badger as well. Um, the next matchup we're going to do, also in the evens division, is uh, Lola versus uh, Dak Cook, my white Lapersberger. <laughs> Uh, Laura's projected to win by 15.8. Uh, that does assume that Roethlisberger is in the starting lineup. So that probably swings a little bit in Barrett's favor when she gets uh, her boyfriend Aaron Rodgers in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is another one where I don't know that I love either team. There are certainly bright spots. Uh, you know, on Barrett's side, if she gets... Watkins and Gordon to perform like they're capable of, then she could have a chance. But if she gets another 50-point performance from last so, week, it's going to be tough to win. He's interesting. Like Cam Newton the day. is questionable. I'm going to say he's out. Okay. And so Lola needs a quarterback now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's... I, like, I'm looking at the team, and I see Law's got, like, three really strong performers. Three okay performers. The strong ones are Julio, Evan Ingram, and Keenan Allen. And the okays are running backs and Allen Robinson. Whereas Barrett has Sammy Watkins. Whether, will he boom this week? Maybe. He has, She has James Conner, who is also maybe questionable. So... I'm going to go with Lola on this one, just because of less questionable question marks, and I think Lola can pick up a quarterback. Like, I heard there's a guy from Washington State starting. Mm, Luke Falk, you mean? No, <laughs> the other one. The other one. Gardner Menshaw. Uh-huh. Yeah, he could be good. Uh, yeah. You know, quarterbacks on the way we're at right now. We got Josh Allen, uh, Matt Stafford, maybe you like yourself some Daniel Jones in his first career NFL action. Yeah. Are you? Is it like grinding your gears a little bit that Washington State has two starting quarterbacks? It sure is, and I don't think Luke Falk is any good, and I think this is an accident. Uh, you know, both of them started the year as backup quarterbacks, but still, like, not a single UW quarterback. What's Keith Price up to these days? What What happened to Jake Browning? He can't win a third string quarterback job somewhere. Ridiculous. Uh, all right, I'm gonna take Laura in this matchup as well. Okay. Yep. So we both went Badger, we both went Law. Alright, so moving on, let's go uh, Fake Andrew against Real AJ. Mm-hmm. You projected for a 10-point advantage. You have the second highest projected total in the league this week. Uh, you getting a big head over there, my friend? Did I not score the second highest points last week? Uh, yeah, how many did you score in week one, though? Doesn't matter. Doesn't I... matter. Hey, do you uh, remember... It does matter, because you're 1-1 one and, one and not 2-0. and oh. Wait, do you remember how I went to the projections and about how like every single week I'm climbing up from okay. the ESPN projections. So like if you remember when we first did our podcast, yeah. I went from 12 like I went from 1 to 12. Mm-hmm. Like draft day versus current. Yeah. I then went after before the start of week 1 I went to 10. Mm-hmm. After week 1 I went to 8. Guess where I am right now? 7. Three. Three, okay. As I said, I'm moving back up in my projections. Soon, 
I will be number one again. Well, the Eckler pick has worked out for you. Uh, the Mark Andrews pick has worked out for you. The Antonio Brown pick, I for as much heartache as that guy must be causing you. Uh, what do you have? Like fifteen points last week? Yeah. And Solid performance. Now I'm gonna start it. Yeah. <laughs> I just needed to he's see. He's finally startable. I, he's got a lot of stuff swirling. Doesn't matter. Around him. I've got enough. Wine he's a cheapskate apparently. <laughs> and farts in front of doctors. Farts in front of doctors. Yeah, we found that one out today. Yeah. I kind of like Andrew's team. I, you know, obviously the tight end aside, he's got to get himself an actual starting tight end, but he's got Cup, Hopkins, and Ridley as his receivers. Carson and Mack, uh, maybe they're more RB twos and RB ones, but they're very solid RB twos. Uh, obviously, I love Russell Wilson, so he's going to give you a run. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think he's going to beat you. What do you think about that? Okay, thank you. <laughs> Keep picking him. Uh, I. So, I don't know who I'm going to start in my running back two position. Uh, Jones or Freeman. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a game day decision on Sunday. You don't like Aaron Jones, it seems. I don't know why you traded for him. Do you want to <laughs> trade him back to me? Sure. Like, I am always open to trades. Always open to trades. Well, maybe you won't like what I'm asking, but I'm open to trades. Okay. Uh, what was our bet before the season, by the way? Was it Chubb versus either of Freeman and Jones and Aaron Jones? Yeah. Okay. I'm not worried about Freeman. I'm somewhat worried about Jones. But I also think Chubb's going to be a top seven running back. So. Okay. What is Chubb's like? Not top his, his rank right now? Yeah. I don't know. We'll take a look when it comes to my matchup. Okay. Which uh, coincidentally is right now. All right. Coming up with our next preview matchup. You know what? Uh, I'm a little torn here. Uh, this is the the battle of the names, which have to do with my mother. Well, it's you versus your mom. That's what I'm putting it down. I, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you a story. I was home for Labor Day, and I was telling my mom that, hey, yeah, I'm doing this podcast with uh, all my friends about my fantasy football league. And she said, oh, great. I'd like to listen to that. And... I said, sure, I'll send you the link. And then after I was thinking about it, and after the name changes, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I don't think I need my mom to know that she's the, the butt of some team name jokes in this league. And so um, hopefully Deb Hoffman I, never gets her hands look, on this podcast, or else I'm going to be extremely Corey's name, team name, is completely valid. Boyd's mom. Couldn't, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah uh... Your team name, on the <laughs> other hand, is very disrespectful <laughs> to your mom. Yourself, your whole family, Evan. Like, that's where my concern would be. Mm, okay. There might be some questions about where Corey's team name comes from, though. <laughs> or maybe not. I tell you what's also confusing is every time I look at the projected standings and Boyd's mom's near the top, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm projected number one. And then it takes me a second to realize <laughs> that's not my team. It's just my name that Corey's... Uh- Using without my permission, he did not get my permission to use my name in his team name. But Maybe you should have a team name bit. Uh, we probably should. Yeah. That is a fantastic you, idea. You are probably going to lose because I'm picking Corey. Okay. Uh, FYI, Nick Chubb is the 47th running back currently. That seems unlikely. Let's click the link. <laughs> Rotate the screen to Boyd. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, those are fine numbers. I have a hard time believing there's 47 running backs better than him, but what do I know? 
Uh, all right, well, getting into the matchup, uh, thank you for picking against me. I'm hoping that this starts the AJ picks the wrong way on my matchup as I had with you last year. Okay. <clears throat> um, are we going to analyze anything, or is the 31-point <laughs> projected disadvantage enough to... Uh, uh, so, Zeke is playing <coughs> Miami. What you would hope That's for... That's not good. What you would hope for is Zeke scores no touchdowns and they're up 40 points in the third quarter. Yeah. Then Zeke sits. Well, Michelle only had about a 15 last week playing yeah. against Miami, so, you know. Uh, Michelle's playing against the Jets, so maybe he runs through. Yeah. Chubb had a good game against them last week. Yeah. And let's hope that, like, the Rams versus Cleveland is a shootout, so mm-hmm. Goff and Chubb gets you points. That would certainly be nice. And Although none of those points to Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> yes. Like Listen, you're... Corey's got a projection of 132 right now, which I believe is the highest in league history by like 20 points. So I'm not really uh, expecting to win, but it would certainly be nice if I could Who topple the picking? Giant this week. You know what? It wouldn't be uh, true to myself if I didn't pick myself, if I didn't have confidence in myself. So I'm picking myself. I am hoping that Greg Zerline gets about 20 points and maybe Texans defense gets about 40 points and uh, we pull this thing out. I feel like I've got good players. They just have to perform at their peak and I need slightly lesser games from Corey's voice. Like, I mean, is Dalvin Cook really going to score 30 points every week? Probably not. You have good retired players. I can't see your good players. Mm. I see like Gronkowski. He's a good player. Yeah, he is a good player. Don't see anyone else. Mm, okay. Uh, our second to last matchup is the boys. Alec versus Bake. Battle of the household, or former household. And the closest projected matchup of the week. Yeah. An even 50% probability. I don't think probably they go much closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bake is projected to win by 0.7. And I... Like, I think we both liked Jake, uh, Jake's, Bake's team, uh, preseason. We did. Uh, after the draft. And it's paid off. Like, Gurley has been good. It, like, he was a lot better this week than he was last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, got those touchdowns. Brady has been amazing. Whether he continues to do so, who knows. His only concern is around wide receivers. Like, his wide receivers have the name, but haven't been delivering. Juju hasn't done much. Like, he did, and Evans hasn't done much. Like, the, Evans has done very little. He's done 3.8 and 8.1 over two weeks. So, that's not good. He probably will roll with Vikings D again, and let's see. He does have Brandon Cooks in his bench. So. He should probably be starting Brandon Cooks. But over whom? I think I'd put him in over Lockett. I know he just had 10 catches last week, but you got to get Cooks in your lineup. He's a big play threat. I would say a higher percentage big play threat than Tyler Lockett, known as a big play threat. Maybe you start him over Juju this week, you know, going to the new quarterback. Granted, he looked halfway decent last week. Uh, Yeah, no, Bake's got the names but question marks, and Eric's got, you know, some other... Good players that are maybe slightly lesser in terms of 
boom potential, but probably a higher floor. So tough matchup to pick. I'm going to go with Bake's team breaking out. This, this feels like a Mike Evans week. He's been slow two weeks in a row. I'm going to go with... I will go with uh, Alex's team. I would like to point out that the rankings are wildly off. They've got Gurley ranked as the number 15 running back. He has fewer points than the number 47 ranked running back, Nick Chubb. For whatever that's worth. What? Gurley has like 24 points in the season. But I digress. Chubb's got 27. I don't know. All right, let's move on. Marquee matchup. Almost an anti-marquee matchup. This is uh, with the only two teams that are 0-2 in the league, uh, who also happen to be the top two point scorers from last year, Danny and Christina. I'm billing this as loser out bowl because once you start 0-3, things are looking real dicey to get into the playoffs. Even at 1-2, and 2, we'll see. Uh, I mean, if they were sent at 1-2 in the mediocre division, they might have a chance. But in our infinite fantasy jizz division, I don't know that, uh, that they're going to have a whole lot to look forward to. So Christina currently with a 9-point projected advantage. Do you agree with that or do you disagree with that? Well, let, I'll get to that. Uh, I want to go through position by position first. Yeah, okay. Uh, like, Mahomes versus Livers, give it to Mahomes. Livers has been a shell of himself. Mm-hmm. Did she... Like, maybe she starts Kyle Murray. So, that would... I think starting Kyle Murray would be the better player here. Hint, hint, Christina, start Kyler Murray. All my hints are good. I don't know why people hate him. Like, 38 points versus, like, 37 points, but I would say Murray's on the way up. Uh, do you agree? Disagree? Obviously. I totally agree. There is no reason to think that Pat Mahomes is not going to dominate this week. Against Baltimore? Come on. Yeah, I mean, Baltimore has a good defense, but I believe he had... 300 yards in at least two touchdowns last year against him. Maybe it's a slower Pat Mahomes game, but Homie's got eight touchdowns in two games so far, so I'll go with him. So running back wise, this gets yeah. interesting. I I am gonna think of this a little bit differently than Christina's got it currently. Um, I'm gonna say Fournette and Kamara are her starting running backs, yep. as opposed to Cohen and Singletary sure. for Danny. And despite uh, Kamara's quarterback going down and Fournette's quarterback going down a week ago, I like the the name value here. Uh, Cohen has not produced, and Singletary is questionable. Mm -hmm. Even when he plays, he only gets like 10 touches a game. Yeah, I I agree. I I do not like Danny's quarterbacks at all. Um, He's got Jordan Howard on the bench who hasn't done anything. Dion Lewis hasn't done anything, I believe, yeah. So, who has Danny got as running back? No one. He doesn't have wide receivers now, either. Danny doesn't have much going on. He traded his uh, one horse for a handful of beans, in my opinion. Singletary looks good, and maybe he ends up proving me wrong. But right now, he's kind of a Tariq Cohen type. He's uh, not the main running back there. Frank Gore is still getting more touches. John Brown is fine. But you're probably not going to win any leagues with John Brown. And then you got a quarterback who he can't start because he owns Pat Mahomes. Yeah. I, 
I'm like, who did Denny pick with his first round? Odell Beckham Jr. And his second round? Or no, uh, Beckham was... He, he had Hill in there somewhere. Wait, how did he get Odell? Odell was his... Maybe his first. Or second round. Oh, so, yeah, that was Barrett's. Yeah. So he took Hill and Beckham. Yeah. Okay, so that's where it's just gone. He had... Two stud wide receivers. Yeah. The Hill injury was devastating. Yeah. That's for sure. Okay. All right. So moving on to the receivers, we got John Brown and Marquise Brown, the Brown brothers, going up against Thielen and Thomas uh, for Christina. So Thomas has been Thomas. Amazing. Thielen's been a shadow of himself, mainly due to Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Brown has been strangely good, but again, I would say like wide receiver two. Marquise Brown, he's got he doesn't play that many snaps. Well, he's he ended good. up getting about nine targets last week, <laughs> so he's starting to get more involved in that offense. I I mean I like Marquise Brown more than John Brown, not only because his name is sweet, but but like also better player. He. He had 13 targets and 8 receptions uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And he scored 13 points, which was like or 12.6. So it's fine. It's just not amazing. That's a slow game for him, though. You see what he does in his big games, which uh, is 31, I believe. Is that an outlier? Maybe. Yeah. But the way that offense is going, uh, I mean, he's kind of like John Brown on steroids. Uh. And as much as I like the Brown boys, I got to give Christina the edge here. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I trust her guys more than the Brown boys. Okay. Tight end, we got Kittle against uh, Jimmy Graham in there currently. I got a sneaking suspicion Jimmy Graham is not the starter for my dog has a sore taint this week. Ooh, who would it be? Hunter Henley? No. Another tight end? Yeah, another third round tight end that is yeah. not panned out. Uh, no, it won't be him. Um, maybe it's Will Disley available Ooh. on the waiver wire. Yes. Just throwing that out there. Uh, so I got to give Danny the edge here. Yep, agreed. Uh, flex right now, Mecole Hardman for Danny. And I'm calling it Raheem, Colonel Mustard for right now. But uh, Christina's got other options. Yep. She, she go Marquise Goodwin. That might be the higher percentage play. Although Mustard did have a good game last week. I would stick with Mustard. If she sticks with Mustard, I think I'll probably give her the edge again. Hardman, even more boomer bust than John Brown, Marquise Brown. Yep. So, I think across the board, I'm going to give it, other than the quarterback, and Mahomes does have, like, standard 30 points. Mm -hmm. So, it's like a 10 or 15 point advantage you're giving to Mahomes. Yeah. I'll give it to Klesina. She's projected to beat him by 10 points and I think she will I am also going with Christina Uh, let me ask you this do you think these are in fact the two worst teams in our league no do you think one of them is one of the worst teams in the league I think it would not amaze me if Danny is in the bottom three this year because he's lost he gave up Odell Beckham for Devin Singletary, who's now injured. He lost Tyreek Hill, so he may be 0-5. Right? Just because he has no... 
no chips. Like, he may hit some waiver wire stuff, but what is his, like, schedule? I'm guessing he's going to play me in one of these weeks, and he's going to beat the hell out of me. Uh, he's got me next week, okay. and I went ahead and did a little looking. Interestingly enough, he basically benched his entire team in advance next week. I don't know what the move is there. Maybe it's... Uh, Maybe it's a play in case he thought I yeah, would go look okay. at his team, which I did. So good job, Danny. So it's actually worse than that. Uh, he has you next week and then Corley the week after. So oh if he, lose, he loses this week, and let's say you beat him, he's going to be on five. Mm-hmm. And then he will be traded Danny and trading away everything. But he doesn't have that much to trade right now. So let's see. Yeah, it. like who would you want from his team? In general, Mahomes or Kittle. And okay. I don't maybe, really want Kittle. Maybe Tariq Cohen. Yeah, you've you're loaded a tight end. Right. You Most got, uh, you got George Kittle Jr. Is George Kittle Jr. better than actual George Kittle? Yes. Who do you like for the remainder of this season? This year's George Kittle or actual George Kittle? I'll go this year's George Kittle. Oh, all right. Yeah. I'll take actual George Kittle. Okay. Put it on the board. <laughs> no, we can't say that. Okay. We've been, the lawyers have come out to us <laughs> and talked to our lawyers. We can't say that. <coughs> uh, yeah. I think a lot of my board bets are coming up. Okay. Nicely. Uh, how about this for a new catchphrase? Make me a winner. Sure. It's gold, Jerry. Sure. <laughs> sure. All right. Well, I think that about does it for... Uh, the matchups for this week, uh, this week's weekly prize is the AJ. Most so, points left on the bench. We have two VAJs, which is weird. What's the other AJ? Uh, so if you look at our weekly prizes, and it is in week, I believe, six. Uh, of course, I changed it all. Uh, week seven. Team with the highest score. On the bench. Okay, so highest individual player on the yeah. bench. Yeah. Okay. I, I was like, uh, yeah. We probably I mean, should've... true to form, you made the comment in week one that you wish this was a best ball league, just like every <laughs> other year. Did your bench outscore your uh, starters this week? Or no. You've... no. Okay. No. I, I fixed Course that. corrected. I did have a strong bench performance. Uh... But that's what happens when you have such a deep team, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the, the problem I face, is uh, my bench is always high-scoring because my team is so deep. Yep. And, yeah, I do have a lot of injured players. And if Antonio Brown gets injured or sits out again, it will be bad. I'll have to drop or trade someone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, speaking of best ball, our best ball league is completed week two. Uh-huh. And Christina is continuing to dominate. Uh, I don't know about dominate. She is still sitting in number one, but I did have the best week two. I am now sitting in second place. Yes, and I'm in third. Okay. Um, and it's a little tighter. Christina does have a 30-point lead over you, mm-hmm. uh, but it's pretty tight. And we have seen that people... This can go up and down very quickly. Like, someone could have a 200-point week. Yeah, Easily. we have not baseball. seen uh, the 220 that Corey put up in our league, put up in the best yes. ball league. I tell you what's interesting. I am sitting in second place, but 
Uh, one of my quarterbacks is Nick Foles, out for the year. My other quarterback, Cam Newton, is nursing a sore foot and is probably going to be out for a little bit. So I need Mahomes to play every single game this year. Where? When is his bye? I believe <laughs> it's like week 11. I think it's okay. a ways out. Yeah. Okay. So I got plenty of time for Newton to come back. Uh, I need Newton for one week and one week only. Yeah. I, I don't know. Either that or I need a 30-point lead on everybody so I can withstand not having my boy Pat Mahomes in there. So I only have two tight ends, and one of them may be injured already. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Uh, Dallas Goddard, you were supposed to be the next George Kittle. (laughs) Was he the next Mark Andrews, maybe? Maybe. You got to keep going down the line. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, good luck this week good luck with waivers and uh, we'll catch you next time bye for now